Welcome to Mountain View Church Audio, coming to you from the Wilderness City, Whitehorse, Yukon. We strive to introduce people to Jesus through scripture, biblical instruction, and prayer with authenticity and vibrancy. You don't need to know anything about the Bible. Just sit back, relax, and let God do the rest. Hi, my name is Joel, and I'm the director of our church play. The glory of Christmas. I'm the least likely person to play Mary, let alone deliver the Son of God. I'm a middle-aged former soccer mom. My name's Joseph. Oh. You played Bunko with my mom. I play Joseph. I don't like to mention it, but I am a formally trained prodigy of the theater arts. There's a little bit of controversy over my choice to cast Tony as the wise man. What's that smell? Is the age difference what's bothering you? I want you to know it doesn't bother me. I think the shepherds deserve a little more poetic language. It's the Bible, Dan. God may beg to differ with you. This is the story of a ragtag bunch of church members who set out to perform a Christmas play and the director who tried his hardest to just keep it all together. This is no way to treat your actors. We are telling the most beautiful and important story. I haven't bathed in a month. Why can't I stop talking about food? Good morning, everyone. My name is Megan, and welcome to Mountain View Church. You know, the last time I was here, I gave some pretty sad news. You know, we weren't able to meet in person, but it kind of works out really nicely that today I'm here to give you some good news. And that good news is, if you are in church, you might already know, but we are able to meet in person. That is super, super exciting. We are so glad and are so excited to be able to meet in person. If you're new to Mountain View Church, I welcome you again. If you're in person, in front of you, there are these little cards that, that say connect on there. Feel free to fill those in and give them to the person standing at the front at the welcome desk. If you're at home or if you're just not meeting us in person, you can go to mountainviewwhitehorse.ca and click connect online. And from there, you can fill out the information and someone from the church will connect with you. On this website, you can also see the button called give. And on there, you can also do online giving to the church. If you're in person, we also have a gathering box located at the back of the auditorium. And for those of you that are watching at home as well, we encourage everyone to reach out to social media, click the share link on YouTube or on Facebook, and really reach out to others and share this message with everyone. We are so excited to have you here today, and I hope you enjoy the second series on the glory of Christmas. Hello, Mountain View. I have a quick announcement to make regarding an outreach opportunity. We're going to have a Christmas canvassing day next week. We have door hangers to be distributed to promote the remainder of the Glory of Christmas series, and most of all, Christmas Eve. I know I don't need to tell you how important Christmas Eve is, but perhaps there's someone out there who doesn't know what we celebrate at this time of year, and we might just reach that person. Imagine how awesome it would be if even one person started to think about Jesus because of our efforts. We'll meet at the church building on Sunday, December 12th at 2 p.m. to get our hangers, and pick our areas, and then it's hangers away. I'm only asking for an hour of your time, as it is winter, but it will be an hour well spent. See you there. Hello and welcome Base Camp. I hope you all have had a great week. Welcome to week two of Advent. Be sure to stick around and listen to Pastor Jeremy's message about Joseph. And also be sure to check out our website, mountainviewwhitehorse.ca slash basecamp for additional material that you can do as well. Listen in closely, pay attention, because at the end, we're gonna have some trivia questions 
And if you get your answer right, then you're going to be put into a drawing to win some pretty cool prizes. So be sure to listen up. Enjoy this message. This is the story of a ragtag bunch of church members who set out to perform a Christmas play and the director who tried his hardest to just keep it all together. The Glory of Christmas. My name's Joseph, and in the Christmas Nativity play, The Glory of Christmas, I play Joseph. That's right. I was born to play this role. Joseph has no clue what to do when it comes to babies. So, in order for him to play the role of Joseph, we got him an infant simulator doll from the local home act teacher. So, you know, he could practice a bit. Insane shrieks for baby. It's a burp. Needs to burp? So, put your fingers under and try to find the. Where's the spine on this thing? I don't know. Check the front. Joseph is terrified. I don't blame it. Babies don't even have kneecaps. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Burping like a boss? Uh, yeah, way to go, fake dad. I heard things may not be going so well with the infant simulator doll. Hey, Joseph, your mom's here to pick you up. Yeah, coming. As you can see, my mom's house is full of antiques. So I did what any good home economics teacher would do. I sent Joseph home with a, a baby egg. I think about Joseph, like Bible Joseph, a lot. What it would have been like for him to have an angel come and tell him that his wife is pregnant with God's child. Ha! Like he would have had to really dig deep find his, his compassion and his understanding because he really, really loved her. My dear Mary, it is going to be a long journey from Nazareth to Bethlehem for the census, especially with your belly being so humongous. With, 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 with child, Joseph, the line is being with child. <sighs> right. Sorry, ma'am. Is the age difference what's bothering you? I want you to know, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> okay, please people, let's just take it from the top. I understand that Joseph is radically underqualified for all he's about to encounter. But isn't that the type of people God uses? The most unlikely folks to do the biggest things? Yeah. <laughs> Seems like those are the ones he always picks because he's a God that'll never give up on us. Ha! Ha! Yes! Ha! Ha! I have swaddled! Ha! Ha! My name's Gabriel, and I'm an angel. Some of you met me last week, and we talked about Mary, the mother of Jesus. If you missed that episode, you should probably stop the video and go back and watch it, either on Mountain View's YouTube channel or at mountainviewwhitehorse.ca slash watch. Today, we're going to talk about Mary's husband-to-be, Joseph. 
But first, here's Pastor Jeremy's son, Luke, to tell you about the time I visited Joseph in a dream. I'm Luke, and I'm going to be reading Matthew 1, 18-24. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary and Joseph had promised to get married, but before they had started to live together, it became clear that she was going to have a baby. She became pregnant by the power of the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph was faithful to the law, but he did not want to put her to shame in public, so he planned to divorce her quietly. But as Joseph was thinking about this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. The angel said, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. The baby inside her is from the Holy Spirit. She is going to have a son. You must give him the name Jesus. That is because he will save the people from their sins. All of this took place to bring about what the Lord had said would happen. He had said through the prophet, the virgin is going to have a baby. She will give birth to a son and he will be called Emmanuel. The name Emmanuel means God with us. Joseph woke up. He did what the angel of the Lord commanded him to do. He took Mary home as his wife but he did not sleep with her until she gave birth to a son, and Joseph gave him the name Jesus. One component to the glory of Christmas is that Christmas is about precedence from God. What's that? No, I didn't say Christmas is about presence from God. I said precedence. Let me explain it another way. If you read through the Bible, you'll find that there's a precedent or a common theme in who God chooses for important assignments. God often chooses the unlikely or least likely to do the incredible. God seems to enjoy choosing ordinary people for extraordinary assignments. What's that? Well, it has to do with His glory. That when the story is over, the glory all belongs to God. Joseph, Mary's fiance, is a great example of this. In Matthew's Gospel, we read that Joseph was faithful to God, but believe me, he was also fearful. Other versions of the Bible say that Joseph was a just man, and yet he was also just a man. He and Mary were only teenagers, recently engaged to be married. He was devastated when he found out she was pregnant and that he wasn't the father. As the pressure of this situation set in, a dozen questions filled Joseph's mind. How could I possibly be in a relationship like this? What will people think of us? What will they think of me? How can I follow God in a situation like this? Why would God allow this when I've been so faithful to him? That's when God sent me to Joseph in a dream. Say that again? Yes, yes, it's a lot less frightening when an angel shows up in a dream than shows up in person. Good job, you remembered that from last week. Now, back to Joseph's dream. I gave Joseph the message from God that he shouldn't be afraid to take Mary home as his wife, and that the baby inside her is from God's Holy Spirit. 
After my visit, Joseph woke up and did exactly what the Lord commanded him to do. He took Mary home as his wife and cared for her while the baby grew inside of her. Although Joseph was relieved that Mary didn't have another husband out there somewhere, he was still very fearful that he was the one chosen to be the earthly father to God's son. Imagine the pressure of that assignment. Nevertheless, I'm happy to report that even though Joseph was fearful, he was faithful. He was just an ordinary guy given an extraordinary assignment, and God received all the glory. As Christmas approaches, maybe you've been feeling a bit like Joseph. Maybe you've been feeling like an unlikely or least likely character. Maybe you're fearful about the future and everything that's happening around the world. But you also want to be faithful to God. If you've been feeling like that, don't give up. Remember that the glory of Christmas is found in God transforming the unlikely and the least likely into the incredible, even people just like you. It all starts with putting your trust in God's Son, Jesus, and choosing to follow Him from this day forward. Then God will give you His Holy Spirit to help you stay faithful even during the fearful times. If you believe that God wants to use you to do something incredible, and you'd like to make a decision to follow Jesus, you can pray with me today. Let's pray. Dear Father, we thank you for Joseph. We thank you that you chose him, even though he was nervous and fearful about the future and, and all the strange things that were happening to him, he was faithful and he trusted in you. Father, we want to trust in you. We want to trust in your plan and in Jesus. Today, we choose to follow your plan. We want you to do something incredible in us. We choose to follow your son, Jesus, as the example you've set before us. We ask that you give us your Holy Spirit and that we might start this incredible journey. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that today, be sure to talk to a parent, grandparent, or guardian, and let Pastor Jeremy know, whether you're an adult or a child, he'd love to celebrate that decision with you. Now, before I leave you, I want to come back to Joseph the actor from The Glory of Christmas play. You remember him, right? He was the guy that couldn't take care of the baby doll and ended up crushing an egg over top of his head. Yeah, that Joseph. Did any of you notice that the doll, supposed to be baby Jesus, was wearing a pink blanket? Did any of you think that was strange? I'm sure at least a few of you noticed because in your country and culture, baby girls typically have pink blankets and baby boys typically have blue blankets. But there's actually a deeper message behind that pink blanket. The truth is that Jesus was wrapped in swaddling clothes, which were often white. But in Christianity, the color pink is used to symbolize or remind us of a person's right relationship with God, which fits perfectly in a way because that's exactly why God sent his son Jesus, to bring you humans back into right relationship with God, to restore what was lost by your sin and the wrong things you've done. That doll being wrapped in pink 
can remind us that Jesus brings right relationship. With that in mind, don't discount maybe wearing pink from time to time this Christmas. Okay, Emma, I think, uh, I think we're ready to go here. Say that again? Why am I wearing pink? What? Gabriel was talking about pink? What do you mean Gabriel was talking about pink? He was here again? I, he stole my message time again? Okay, look, this is beginning to be a problem. And Look, folks, I hope you're paying attention to Gabriel again, because Miss Megan's up next with the glory of Christmas trivia. I got to go get changed out of all this pink. See you next week, I guess. I hope. Welcome back to the glory of Christmas trivia. Now I know you all have been waiting to know who the winners are, so drum roll. This last week's winner was Jacob, Luke, and Atticus. So congratulations. Be sure to connect with Cornelia on how you can pick up your prize. For this week, anyone who wishes to be entered into the draw, be sure to email me, Megan, at mountainviewwhitehorse.ca, your answers before Wednesday at noon. Everyone who gets the answer right and emails me, I'll put you into a draw and then I will connect with you on winning the prize and how you can get it. So good luck to everyone. Now on to this week's questions for our kids group. So anyone who is under 12 will be in our kids group. Your question is, Joseph was blank, but he was blank. So fill in those blanks when you send in the, that email. For our teens and adults group, so anyone 12 and older will answer this question. What does the color pink symbolize? Thanks so much for playing, have fun, and good luck. Thanks for listening to Mountain View Church Audio. If you have given your life to Jesus today or would like to join, serve, or support Mountain View Church, please let us know. Email connect at mountainviewwhitehorse.ca. That's connect at mountainviewwhitehorse.ca. Lastly, feel free to connect with us through social. Just search at Mountain View Whitehorse. Have a blessed week.